0: Wolfing Down Food Science.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Wolfing Down Food Science. We are mm-hmm. back for a new season. So, uh, Teresa, what do you think about us being back for this new season on sustainability.
0: Oh, we miss Teresa.
1: We do. Teresa, good luck at medical school. Seems like you're doing so well, so keep up the great work. We definitely miss you being here.
0: Yes, we will miss Teresa, but the show must go on.
1: (laughs) Indeed. And this part of the show, at least this season, is about sustainability, which is so hard to define. It's kind so of broad. about it it really is. It really is. So Paige, you uh, you did something that was uh, I think really helpful to try to just get at that topic.
0: Well, you know, we we went to the public, which our public here at the university is students. Um so we we asked our food science club members to comment on what is sustainability in the food industry to them and give us some definitions and we had uh, some really great entries or submissions that um, came through. So we have three different students that have given us their input on what exactly is sustainability to them, specifically in the food industry. Mm We view sustainability in the food industry as a set of environmentally friendly practices that do not promote climate change, but protect and preserve the soil, water, and other natural resources, and that encourage the development and improving the use of food to promote longevity, health, and well-being of consumers. It is trying to be efficient with our limited resources to create healthier, more convenient, and less expensive products for consumers. So that was one of our um, students here in our department named Tia, and she gave us some really good examples of what sustainability is all about.
1: Yeah, I heard a lot about stewardship there, mm-hmm. um, in different ways: uh, efficient use of resources and and uh, promotion of, of of human health and well-being. So to me, it sounded a lot like a lot like stewardship was the focus.
0: Yeah, that, that's something that I love. I love efficient use of things. And um, I think we can always improve efficiency within a system um, and doing that on the farm or at the food manufacturing facility or even at the grocery store level where we're, we're selling products. If we can do things that promote healthy food for people as well as decrease the amount of waste throughout the whole system. That's that stewardship piece of
1: things. Well, and and it's interesting too because of course with Six Sigma and these other ways of trying to introduce um, efficiency into the system, I think I think uh, industry has already been thinking about the efficiency side. I guess the question is just whether those efficiencies then reflect uh, environmental stewardship or they reflect. Uh, promotion of, of health in the population. So I think mm-hmm. I think th- certainly there's already that thought about like, yes, totally on board with the more efficient <laughs> uh, use of resources.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's just good business practice, right? Um, making sure that you're efficiently using the resources you have. But Then when you target it towards those sustainability goals, it, it really can have multifaceted impact on not only your company, but the environment and, and the consumer. All right, so we have another quote. For me, sustainability in the food industry means using available resources responsibly for the production of food. I believe that this could occur anywhere along the supply chain, from making sure that farming practices are not overusing resources such as soil or water, or finding ways to reuse food waste during production, or even using less and more sustainable packaging to package and ship their products out to retailers. All right, so that was from a food science student named Lucy, and she had sort of a different view about sustainability.
1: Yeah, so I thought uh, that Lucy's ideas really dovetailed very nicely with uh, with Tia's in the sense of thinking about that environmental uh, focus and, mm. and actually thinking Along the lines of uh, of of farming practices and uh, and and climate change and then and then getting to something um, that is of interest to uh, to our students as well, packaging. So a lot of our students um, may go to work for packaging companies because, of course, what's wrapped around the food and what protects the food is really important to the quality of food. So um, I thought that was really interesting that that uh, Lucy brought that point in
0: yeah there's a lot of that uh, farming practice part that she was talking about with water and soil and um, making sure we don't overuse those resources using them in a way that they can continue to be used rather than just tapped out um, all the way through packaging she she got the whole food system in there from farm to fork.
1: Nice job, Lucy. <laughs>
0: So we have one more quote from Rujay. Sustainability may not have one fixed definition, but I see it as a reduction in food waste by product utilization and using parts of food that were once thought not edible, but processing has made it happen. From a consumer standpoint, for instance, I do not discard spinach stems and just add those to my yogurt, which can reduce food waste and the best part is it is packed with nutrients.
1: That was so cool that, that uh, Orvi is, is using uh, the stems from spinach and actually adding those to yogurt rather than just throwing them away. So just the idea of very efficient use of resources, um, you, you could imagine that's just a normal thing. You just would throw these stems away, but they're perfectly edible.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of practices on the consumer side. Um, They do take time. Sometimes the the spinach stems not as much, but, um, you know, anything from taking the leftovers of your rotisserie chicken carcass and making broth, which takes a little time. And, you know, maybe the bits and pieces you cut off of carrots and onions and things and making broth. There's a lot of ways the consumer can reduce food waste. But, or they also talked about um, the food industry and the the processing side of things, and the food industry always is looking for ways to value add to to byproducts that that maybe one process creates. Um, I think a, a really good example of that is whey protein, and it's an old example. You know, <laughs> it's whey protein has been around a really long time as an ingredient. But it's it's a byproduct of the cheese making process, and it used to just be fed to animals or dumped down the drain. And now it actually is a very profitable um, ingredient that is that was once trash
1: essentially. Yeah, so. I hate to say it, Paige, but when I took a cheese and fermented foods course at Ohio State, mm-hmm. when we made cheese. The way the liquid way went straight down the drain. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that means I've been around quite a while or what it means, <laughs> but but definitely they were not making any use of it. Uh, but flash forward to um, to 2016, and and when I went to visit uh, Mexico and looked at their uh, dairy processing, they were making cheese out of the milk, and they took that way and put it into a separate uh, into a separate uh, uh, processing uh, area. And they made ricotta cheese out of yep. that, um, mm-hmm. which is absolutely delicious. So they were, they were using uh, both the casein, which is uh, where you get, of course, cheddars and Swiss cheese uh-huh. and things like that. And they also were using the whey uh, to make ricotta cheese. So, um, so very efficient use of resources.
0: Yeah, there's there's lots of processes like that, um, and there's still more to be found and developed within the food industry, and that's a, a pretty big area of re- research because we don't want to waste anything that's good, and that gets right back to our sustainability.
1: Well, and I like I like that we uh, mentioned affordability because you know companies companies look at efficiency because it makes things more affordable to them, mm-hmm. but the consumer is very interested in affordable food as well. So if at a certain point you're making food that is uh, wonderful and amazing, but your consumers can't afford it, that is not a sustainable business practice either. Yes. So I thought that was a really good point that she uh, that she brought in.
0: Yeah, that, that is definitely true. If you can't afford to buy it, then it doesn't matter if it's sustainable. <laughs>
1: I think these students did a great job of summarizing what is uh, what is sustainability. I think I think on the food side uh, we can uh, we can add a few more ideas uh, that are uh, really kind of bubbling up to the surface. And alternative proteins probably are, are mm-hmm. you know, one thing that's really standing out. Um, and then shelf stability because. You know, if you have to refrigerate it, if you have to freeze it after you're finished um, processing the food, that's using energy all the time. Right. So those are two things that I know um, our our faculty are really, really interested in exploring are our, our, uh, those areas of alternative proteins and also of, uh, of shelf stability.
0: Yeah, there's definitely lots of angles to get at reduction of food waste, whether it's processing or farming practices. But shelf stability is a big one. And also reducing that energy consumption um,
1: is huge. I thought I would read off the 17 uh, sustainable development goals that the UN has defined. So here we go. Number one, no poverty. Number two, zero hunger. Number three, good health and well-being. Number four, quality education. Number five, gender equality. Number six, clean water and sanitation. Number seven, affordable and clean energy. Number eight, decent work and economic growth. Number nine, industry innovation and infrastructure. Number 10, reduced inequalities. Number 11, sustainable cities and communities. Number 12, responsible consumption and production. Number 13, Climate action, number 14, life below water, number 15, life on land, number sixteen, peace, justice, and strong institutions, and number seventeen, partnerships for all of these goals. So <laughs> I thought I thought it, it would be helpful to read those just because many of them, most of them, I suppose we could almost m- make the argument that all of them really relate to the food industry and to food science?
0: I think we have a a pretty good, broad definition of sustainability, but focused in more on the food industry. It's a lot to talk about. We're going to do our best this season to get it all in. It's really hard to define, but we're going to target some areas. And because it's so broad, we thought it might be great to have more guests on than we typically do.
1: But we do have (laughs) some pretty amazing guests that we're looking forward to talking with this season.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to hear from some of these folks, and I I know that our listeners will be, too.
1: I agree. Welcome back, Paige.
0: Welcome back, Keith. All right. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd like to find out more about our podcast, Wolfing Down Food Science, please check us out at NCSU's food bioprocessing and nutrition science website where you can find our show notes reference links and more you can find out more about nc state our department and fs 201 the amazing course that has brought us all together on our website as well please don't forget to subscribe to wolfing down food science wherever you stream your podcasts like spotify and itunes thanks for tuning in to wolfing down food science see you next time